Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show there, Kyle. How you doing tonight, man? What's up? I am here, and I'm ready to talk about music. This is Kyle from The Sword. Not The Sword, but The Sword. And from many other projects of his, the... Uh, I didn't... Yeah. It, 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 the Doom... What's your Doom, doom Side of the Moon. The list just goes that. on over the years. I, I don't know. I just kind of started... Uh, I'm an idea man, and I, if I get an idea and it makes me laugh, I just go with it. And then after a while, I was just like, how many things have i done as because uh, uh, i don't want to jump right into pandemic talk but um yeah once the uh the old pandemic hit and the bottom fell out of literally everything every plan that i had um i just uh, i took on way too many projects because being stressed out about all of those projects is way better than being depressed about <laughs> everything oh, yeah. <laughs> you know that's what this thing took heart to this project because mm-hmm. you know it's good it's given me time to do stuff you know and start to actually play guitar more learn better um, awesome. yeah, you have a ton of stuff on a ton of different videos you're crazy doing your own stuff and now you guys are doing something again and then you have your little christmas christmas lights around your guitar doing that yeah and actually tonight um mobile home yeah, or something I, I don't know where you're doing that it is i, I live in an rv uh, in a 30-foot airstream travel trailer which is why i'm in my truck right now i do a lot of uh truck interviews truck vocals this is my vocal booth my office my uh yeah my my, my little like mobile home station um i like having a home on wheels because you can just be like, this place sucks. I'm out. <laughs> if I go somewhere else, it's wonder. It's it's very freeing. I actually I, I, really I, enjoy I don't it. think it's a bad thing. I'm just laughing because I, I I recognize the shape of that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm like, did he do that like at a touring bus or is he doing some, it at- some people thought it was a tour bus? Yeah, and, and this and the, or whatever. I'm actually um, uh, uh, a, another single is debuting tonight. Um, I had a, a I wrote a Christmas original um that uh the band electric six asked me to be a part of their christmas special that they're mm-hmm. like live stream thing that they were airing and they were going to have like some kind of like a variety show like some guest performance yeah. spots and they were like can you like can you do a song and give us a video and things like that and um i, I had never I, i'm not a, a videographer by any means and so I, I bought a camera and was like how do you do this shit i don't know like uh, yeah. uh video editing and everything like that so i took like a crash course in that just on youtube tutorials and um, it's, it's not as difficult as I thought it would be, but yeah. I definitely have a lot to learn. But um, yeah, I was able to, to throw together an original Christmas tune for them. I didn't just want to do like a Doom version of Silent Night or, <laughs> or whatever. Uh, so yeah, I wrote like a, out there. yeah, like a punk rock, uh, dancey, really catchy Christmas tune. I'm a, I'm the, I'm known for being this like stoner metal guitar guy or whatever, but I, I'm a punk at heart. Uh, really some of my favorite bands are like no means no or like wipers uh, uh love the melvins you know they're kind of like one of those bands that straddles many different yeah, um, you know genres genres uh or uh, rest in peace alex trebek that one that one that one broke my heart of, of all hard. the celebrity deaths re- recently i was a Is, jeffrey everyone, freak dude, um, dying. But, yeah everyone dies yeah. this year and last year man this yep. is it <laughs> it depends on how important you are actually i guess i guess if people don't die by the end of this year you you, you maybe weren't as important as a star i guess i don't know if they're taking right? them out yeah this was the year to do it okay yeah you missed your window it's crazy <laughs> went real dark there for a minute it's okay yeah, so it's a doom show but, uh, so, so. But yeah, yeah all the all the all the projects and, and and shit like all the videos and stuff like that it's it's just been keeping me busy you know what i mean and uh just i, I like learning new skills and stuff like that and i also like you know, bands don't really have as much money as they used to and videos aren't necessarily as profitable as they used to be or anything like Not that I, you could honestly say that it, they, they i have a real passion for film and for film projects and so if i have an idea 
I would I like to see it through, you know, and, and stuff like that. But it's it's certainly not like a mandatory thing anymore that you here's, have here's to do. It's, it's all about yeah. ideas. I used to teach video to public access, so really? we're talking yeah barrel, money production. We do some fun things. I've come up with some crazy ideas just because you know it was actually I had more fun doing lower end stuff than higher end stuff in my life. I think. Um, mm-hmm. But to that there's less me. pressure you get to be more creative yeah i have to like literally like i went and bought christmas lights because i was like ah like the lighting here sucks uh yeah you, <laughs> i guess i just wrap myself in christmas lights but that, that yeah. was, was pretty funny that looked good i mean i've been known to grab Thank costumes you. and like is anything i can think of crazy i would like yeah where I, I, ramp, where I, I can I, see yeah um, I, I didn't want to start too ambitious I, I i do enjoy leaving myself room to grow so and also it's just sometimes you just sort of have to create an idea and just put it out there if you just like mull it over and just wait until yeah. it's perfect and you're just wasting everyone's time just put it out there it'll reach its audience eventually and then oh, it, I found it. I, yeah you have so many and, different videos so it really kind of shows how different you are you know what i mean totally really, yeah i don't really feel like you're one thing by seeing all your videos all over you're you're you're, you're so wait i didn't get your, your mobile home rv trailer thing so it's kind of like you're always on tour on a, on a level sort of yeah um it, it all came up just because I don't know, I'm from, I'm from. I've lived in Austin longer than any, anywhere else that I've lived in my life, so I guess I'm from here. Um, but uh, I've seen the city change a lot, you know, yeah. and it's it's gone from the cool, cheap college town that yeah. had a million clubs to play and things like that to this like kind of overblown like yuppie playground. That you know, things change over time. I'm not mad about it or anything like that, but it's certainly not the city that I moved to. So. Once, once I was looking at trying to actually set down real roots and bike, because, you know, I was on tour for like six to nine months out of the yeah, year yeah. for a long time. I think so it's I a good idea, like, actually. I was kind of curious because I was like moving around and like, you know, yeah, like, and point like, in my life, I'm uh-huh. like, once the kids go and they're out of here, I don't know, man. I know, you should try it. I mean, I've got two kids and it's uh, actually like a, a lot of fun. Uh, this year hasn't particularly been a lot of fun. But I had a son in May. Um, oh, so, so he's yeah. a seven, eight months now. And my daughter is almost four. But when, when I bought it, she was a year and a half. And uh, we just went out to the West Coast, did the whole Highway 1 from San Diego all the way up to uh, they have to be in school. Uh, and they'd be like teenagers mm-hmm. and they start hating you. And you're trapped in the home with them. You just leave That's them behind totally for the next stop. No, like, no, but then, I mean, like, that, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is sort of temporary. I, I just, I eventually want to have some land and, like, I'll, I'll literally build a log cabin on that land. And the, the RV itself will just kind of be, like, a more auxiliary kind of living situation um but that's all like i'm a long game kind of guy i like to plan yeah. out things really far in advance and stuff which you can't right now and it's fucking killing me no but um, it's, thing. it's really but, kind of cool actually i just couldn't imagine being, yeah. my kids and they'd be like no i can imagine like me and my wife going on and i'm like oh like, that sounds sweet and then i'm like wait a minute he still has kids i'm like Ugh. <laughs> no I, I actually like my kids because <laughs> you're young i know i, know. I, I, have, I have a 16 year old a 19 year old a 21 year old and i have a two-year-old grandson Oh my goodness! Crushers. Yeah, well, um, one of my projects that we did, uh, I, I, I feel like playing guitar makes me a better father because I'm, I, I never planned on having kids. It just happened because you know when things happen, yeah, they happen. Yeah, and um, uh, and so I, I, I don't deal with it as well as I could. I'm gonna be honest. Um, but when I have a guitar in my hand, it's it just all becomes much more fun and and stuff like that me and my daughter we write silly songs all the time uh, mm-hmm. just sitting around writing a song about whatever it doesn't matter you know like this whatever's on the kind of we wrote songs about squirrels and bears and all kinds of shit 
but um we wrote this song about a dinosaur and i just i caught myself just like listening to it over and over in my head again you know i was just like there there's something to that song it's not bad it's like if mud honey was a kid's band and um so i uh i was like baby you don't you want to record that song and make it like a real song like you know she was like yes i was like okay let's do this this is gonna be rad and so i made it kind of like it kind of has a, like a mud honey, like killing joke kind of punk vibe to it. And uh, it's just a song about a dinosaur. It's the dumbest thing in the world. But we wrote these songs together and they're, they're awesome. And um, we're uh, going to put out a seven inch of it. Um, this uh, Well, I, I just ordered them. So they'll be here in April. But uh, I want to try to do that. I want to do one single with her every year. So that by the time she's 16 or whatever, she has like a discography. You know, so as long as she's like still into writing songs with uh, her old man, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes. But I give you to eleven. I give you to eleven. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, getting back to why I live in the RV and, and Austin and all that stuff is just because um, you used to be able to you know buy a house in Austin for like one hundred twenty thousand dollars and it was right. fine, you know, and whatever. But now, uh, whenever the housing crisis happened in what that was like oh eight oh nine. Um, I remember very well being like, "Ooh, okay, I'll just wait until that hits Austin, and then I'll get a house for super cheap." Yeah. And it just Austin was in this weird bubble, and it just never happened. It, it never got to us. And, and um, so now, I mean, and, and even when I bought the RV, this would have been like two years ago, or two and a half years ago. Um, houses were going for like three hundred fifty thousand dollars for a dump that needed like eighty thousand dollars worth of work. And I just, I was like. And, and taking out a 30-year mortgage, which is all I could afford, you end up paying a million dollars for this fucking house. And I, I was just, I just, I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. I would rather just buy a, an aluminum tube and be on tour for my whole life for, for like $100,000. I bought a, a, an Airstream and a, a, a truck for like $140,000. You know what I mean? I, I, not, I'm still making payments. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it was a far more realistic. Uh, oh, yeah living situation for me at the time six months later the sword decided to go on a hiatus and that really kind of sucked um but uh it was i didn't disagree with the decision that what the decision was not mine uh but i did not disagree with it um just because we had been a band for a long time and it just felt like you know what maybe we do need to go away for a minute just so people actually miss us well i think that was, just that was the whole thing i mean you know? i think that the, you know the, the reports were that you you didn't feel as necessary you weren't verbally against it you just didn't feel it was necessary you were, you're not the one voting for it you want to wanted to trudge a little bit longer i i, I was feeling i'm gonna say it's true because now you can talk and people can see you and there's no editing yeah. no no you i mean you're right, you're right i i would have gone on just because i'm stubborn um but it was the right thing to do and right. uh it mean it's the right decision sometimes to keep going i mean yeah totally and like and like after after that you know i, I launched the whole solo career for better or worse you know uh going solo is, is a strange beast um i i've only been in bands my whole life so when i turned mm -hmm. my name into a logo i was like looking at it like whoa that's weird you know and then like yeah. this it, you know was, even that like too i was like how so how how do i want my name to look am i a band do i have a band is it a thing that so yeah, i know yourself I'm, now too right is it weird i know I, i'm a lot more used to it now but it was it, it was an interesting transition um i'm glad i did it and then you know the whole doom side of the moon thing was like a completely other uh in, you know kind of enterprise that was just like what it's like to be in a real tribute band that like has to pay royalties to pink floyd and like following all like the, the footsteps from the licensing that you have to do and everything like that i mean i guess you don't really have to a lot of bands don't but i, I wanted to do it the right way i wanted to be respectful of pink floyd because mm -hmm. i didn't write those songs you know what i mean and i was out there trying to like you know put 
my own twist on it and everything, but I, I don't know if they are cool with that or not. So I, I definitely wanted to be really respectful. Uh, as I have a feeling they would be, I, I would think most of them would be cool. Maybe, maybe Waters might have a problem with it in some way. Well, yeah, well, it's funny you said that because who, I don't know who runs the official Roger Waters accounts, or I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that it would be him personally, but whoever runs them did like a few of our posts. So that was a, a positive sign, you know, um, well, you know, I, I didn't hear from the other two that are still alive, but um, it, that wasn't the point. It was just, it was an idea that I had when I was super baked. I was just like, <laughs> I took a couple of months off weed and then like, I was going to make a solo album. And um, it it was at the time when like, I, the sword was, had sort of kind of taken a right turn mm-hmm. or a left turn, however you want to say that. Hey, uh, turn you want. Changing our direction changing our direction or whatever like that I, it felt natural to me but apparently it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way um and uh so i was like you know what like because i know this solo album is not going to sound like the sword and i was like do people even want this right now and i was smoking a joint with my friend i was like man i should just do like a heavy metal pink floyd cover band with like lasers and shit and like well and it literally it was like a joke like that, that just because the to, movie brad pitt's totally gonna play really for it right now i, I, I know yeah it really, the really was like part two. okay <laughs> it really was and uh <laughs> it was the furthest i've ever taken a joke and that joke landed at uh, number 82 on the billboard top 200 the week it came out so hey that's uh all you kids out there like Smoking weed's fine. Smoke weed. You can you can accomplish big you, things. You make the best decisions of your life. Well, you know, you were relaxed about it. You didn't put any time into it, and sometimes it just happens, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. But then, um, yeah, and then uh, tried, I, I tried to live on the West Coast. It just didn't feel right. I don't know. Something about it. I just, I don't know. I wasn't really, I was in a little town called Yahats in Oregon, which is a beautiful place. Don't get me wrong. But I think it was, it was like one it of those things made where up. like, yeah, it, it it looks like your chats if you look it up. It's like Y A C H A T S. Yahats. Um, it's a really lovely place, but I don't know. I felt like I just arrived at the wrong Time. point in my life. You know, like I might end up there. I don't know, but I, I still had business to to do, and so I came back to Austin. I was gonna open a bar. That was like gonna be my thing because I was like, you know what? People cannot stop buying these fucking things. You know, but I can't sell one record anymore. So I need just need to open a bar. I, from all the connections I have and this and that, and everything, I was just like, it's it's it'll be a shoe in. So I took a I took a job uh, as general manager of a, another bar in Austin to sort of like just you know get my feet wet. And after about six months of that, I was like, okay, let's open this bar. I'm ready for it. And um, over that next six months, um, the sword got a phone call from primus saying hey we want to bring you guys out and like open this rush tribute tour we're doing we're like oh that's fucking crazy uh we had an anthology release coming out and that was nuts oh we started scouting uh, me and my investors started scouting locations for the bar in february i mean we were about to cut some checks and then march happened and just the bottom dropped out of everything we lost the tours lost the the bar concept the bar that i was managing uh closed permanently so i lost my job and it was literally just sitting there like Fuck. <laughs> like, Actually, but what, what if you, do you, if you yeah. cut the checks, you would have gotten no money back either. You I got know, frozen I'm, in time. You like like in those movies, like frozen. Yeah, and it turns yeah. out you're just gonna fall. At least you didn't dive through. I know, and that, and and too, like I'm just really fortunate that we didn't spend. Yeah, uh, that I didn't spend anybody else's money yet. Um, and I, you know, I don't, I don't even know if I would open the same bar. I still have the concept together and everything like that. But I think if I was going to go through with opening a bar, I would just open a pool hall, 
at this point um the world is so different now and i don't think it i don't think what i was going to open is necessary unfortunately but um the, the, i still may do that at some point in the future you i don't know those dating bars right with a little the bell and the i'll do that i'll do that <laughs> You know what I was I was you know I said I'm an idea man. I've always had a great idea. I don't know uh if anybody's out there listening that wants to write some checks. I always thought it'd be cuz there's hear, hear me out. There's such a thing as you know like the male strip club uh where you know the women go there and the dudes are like dancing in tuxedos and taking it all off and everything like that. But I, a lot of the ladies that I know don't actually like going to those and they just think it's weird sure, some people do whatever. That's fine but most I feel like most women are like no thanks it's I'm good. Is, there's something weird about it for some reason I don't know why. But but um i had an idea to open a bar in austin that was it's a really fucking nice cocktail bar you know nice drinks uh really classy establishment only the instead of walls it's all like plexiglass uh, uh panes and behind it are hot dudes with no shirts on making furniture just like doing woodwork you know what I mean? And uh, and they're just like building sofas, bookshelves, fucking whatever you want, coffee tables. And you can like, you know, request to sit next to which one and like tip them and even commission the furniture, even buy the furniture when after it's done being made and sit really nice cocktails. I don't know what I'd call it. Woodies? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you can have like skinny guys, fat guys, whatever. Everybody at home right now is like, what the fuck is he talking about? I just That's get these ideas. You know what I mean? It seems like a million dollar idea to me. Um, I had I had this million dollar idea to come up with one thousand one thousand dollar ideas. Yeah. And uh, so if you if you do the math, there's a million dollars in there somewhere. But yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'll be you know I will I'll be thinking of it. I'll be like oh I got I got an idea. I'll be texting you the idea. <laughs> hey, do it. <laughs> I will. You never know. <laughs> you I'll you be never thinking know. Of it. I'm gonna think about it. I'll come up with that <laughs> I promise you that. Yeah. So you. Yeah, so you guys took a little lull. Mm. Actually, so look, first what, first three albums people loved. You guys want to be artists and actually do something that you wanted to do and grow. People push back, right? A little that's, bit. That's that's inaccurate. Um, we we always Not? made the record we wanted to make. Right. Like everything we did, we did with a hundred percent intention. You know, and so it's just after you're a band for over a decade and you've done like our first four albums were all in C standard. We just kind of felt like we had taken that. No, no, that's what I mean. But like, not everybody go, else felt yeah. like moving along with you. I believe yeah. bands should do it. And there's some big bands that I think have done some stinker albums, but I love it. And I have it in my catalog because I like musicians to do something different that totally. they want to do. So I don't think it's bad. I'm saying you guys kind of got a little pushback because somebody wanted you to do the same. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not everybody. Yeah. I mean, like, like, that's what I had read and researched and, and, and heard of the, the time. The way that I had put it was just kind of like, yeah after a while as being in a band you're always going to be like let's say you're at the table and like people keep coming up to the table but then every so often some people leave the table yeah. and that's fine that's just a natural thing but as long as there's more people coming to the table yeah. it's fine you're going to lose some it's, it's no matter but when more people start leaving the table than coming in that's yeah kind of what happened um unfortunately but i feel like if we came back now everyone would be like we're sorry Y'all do whatever you want. <laughs> I think I think you should. I think you should. Uh, and that's but but you putting it out like that. That's important. That's kind of like one of the other parts of the show. Like the real stuff. There's not you know no magazines mm-hmm. just quoting you or whatever and different interpretations yeah. of a of a written word. You know what I mean? It's literally that's the composite of what I built up from hearing outside, wanting mm-hmm. to hear from you to say out loud what really it's you. You know what I mean? I did it. I lived it. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's I don't. 
I, I get it. Like when I listen to those records, like, I don't really sit around listening to sword records, but when we put out the anthology recently, if I was in a uh, band like that, I, was, I would totally listen to my music all the time. I'd be like, I was, hey, yeah, right. But I was forced to go back and like listen to the the retrospective and just like see, and I can totally see why some people would be like, this just ain't my thing. But it's not like any of it sucked, and it's not like we, uh, you know, sold out or anything like that. I've been looking for those sellout forms for years, and I can't <laughs> find them. So if anybody out there can, just one song, just one song is all you need. Just one song, is it? You know, uh, no, yeah. That's, apologize that's afterwards another, at the bank. That's another thing too. Is uh, we never hit a hit, and I think that's probably why we were able to be a band for so long. Is because like once you, if you get a hit, you're kind of fucked in a way, um, just because you're just known for that one song and people just sort of keep waiting for that one song. And if you don't play that one song at your set, it's, they are not going to come back and see you again. It's something yeah. like that. So I've, I've seen it work for some bands and um, turn it into a thing. And then also other bands I've, I've seen having it, you'd think having a hit would be great, but like when your first hit is a cover song, like that's, you're dead in the water. Yeah. That's it. You're never gonna, I mean, unless I mean, obviously there are some bands that just keep doing cover songs and that <laughs> just keep having their hits. But then then what is your band? You know, I, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm not going to name names, but, but you know no, but who you are. The, I think there's a few different things. And like, I'm, I'm more of a musician's band and songwriting and like changing. Uh-huh. And, but then there's like, there are, but there's an audience that likes that cover song, likes the familiarity, likes the beat, likes the 4-4, likes the, the program frequencies. It's, you know, that's why mm-hmm. the, the, the voice or, or uh, America talent and, and people are writing songs with people. They're, they're singers, you know, they're performers, singer performers. Mm-hmm. They're not singer songwriters. They're not going to be right. taking the guitars out and, and playing it. You know what I mean? I mean, some of them can play, but they're not going to be playing a lot. Of, a lot of them don't have their own music. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To break out and be like from that and do something else on your own is it's not usually happening, man. Yeah, um, it, it it can, but it's so rare. Um, it's it's a slippery slope out there with like kind of the radio is a, a weird thing. Like um, it, it's. I, we did a lot of research about it when we were having our own radio campaigns and stuff and like and, and literally like if nine times out of ten if somebody hears something on the radio that they've never heard before it will change the station you know and so it's like getting a hit is so unpredictable anyway you know and and things like that like just trying to invest in some radio campaign to like push one of your songs like unless you have a How marketing budget this? of you like guys, three million about, dollars you know well no that, that would yeah uh that would have been like uh with warp riders we thought that like night city or trace brujas might like do well on radio but then we learned really fast that like the radio is only going to play stuff that sounds like other stuff on the radio unless because they you have, have a suitcase of cocaine yeah or, or or money these days yeah, yeah anything like that like payola like never went away it just like evolved into a different thing and uh so we just never were on a label that had a marketing budget like that i mean like you it, it you you can totally buy your way into that shit, you know, and um, it's it doesn't happen that often anymore because nobody has any money anymore. But um, if it, it, even if like even if your song sucks and like everybody hates it, like it's it still works. Like the, the that marketing yeah. campaign still works. It can still like, be every, yeah, everybody yeah. knows the song, you know, and 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 then you and also with entertainment and the music industry kind of getting back to like where people oh, yeah, don't like the sword yeah. and everything like that is uh people love to you know to build you up and they love to tear you down and then they love to build you back up again and they love to tear you down and so it's just uh part of the process and if you can't handle it you really shouldn't go into trying to play music for a living because like they're they're gonna love you for a few years and then they're totally gonna turn on you 
it's every yeah. band. It's not just you yeah. guys. Everybody yeah. just gets screwed. And, and a lot of yeah. bands I talk to have the same, same issue. You know, mm-hmm. I can say with, with radio, actually, this is, might be a good tie-in. This might be a hit single. Yeah. You, radio is becoming a dinosaur, right? Oh. You just wrote a song about a dinosaur. <laughs> Turns out the song was about the radio yeah. the whole yeah. time, man. Yeah. And if you put it on the radio, it'll be ironic enough for the hipsters <laughs> if they don't get the joke, like like when you have a pearl necklace, you could totally do it. Just saying. Yeah, right. That would be funny. First one's write a song about the radio. Wasn't that No Effects? Had that song, please play the song on the radio? That was a funny song. I think, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's, uh, um, man. It, yeah. it, it changes. I think, I think it's good, you guys. Did something different. I think is you know you guys evolved. You're still together. You know you're back or doing the anthology. You're busy again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's good, man. So what, so what do you guys? So you do the anthology? Yeah, yeah. We never disbanded. Evolved. It was just we just needed to take a fucking break. Yeah. I'm so glad. Maybe, I'm glad we did. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, so wait. So you did a solo album, right? You got it done. Uh huh. I did. And then you were gonna do something else in Kickstarter. So maybe the written word. Yeah, uh, I, I kickstarted a book. Um, uh, it's sort of um, when the pandemic started. I, like I said, the bottom fell out of everything. I didn't have anything. All I had was a box of records and a couple of sharpies. And I was like, okay, I can make this work. Uh, uh, yeah. So I, I drew like the kiss makeup on my yeah. face, like on the because the cover of my solo album is um, uh, a velvet painting of my face. And uh, so I just defaced my my albums and uh, put them on Instagram. I was like, 25 bucks, who wants them? And uh, I sold four of them and uh, took that money to the art store. I've never painted or done anything like that, but I, I bought a bunch of paint and uh, I just started painting like silly parody versions of myself, you know, and um, uh, like I did me as RoboCop or Ronald McDonald or... Uh, They're hilarious. Marie. I encourage, I encourage and, anybody to go to his page and check them out. They're hilarious. <laughs> I, I've seen them. I put the links on it for a minute just because I, I did a hundred, I basically did 150 <laughs> of them in like a six month period uh, for the first part of the thing. I was doing like one, a, I, for about six days a week, I was just cranking them out. And if they're not, you know, I, I, I found who I am as a visual artist basically during that whole process. But, um, and, and it was a lot of fun, but during that, that time, just sitting there for hundreds of hours painting, um, I just started thinking a lot about the past and 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 things like that and, and also a, a, one of my one of my silly ideas that i had was to write a book called written in stoned and uh at some point that was it i just came up with the title i was like ah, that's really funny uh and uh put it on the back burner i was like i'll write a memoir like way later in life but then that with all this kind of going on and everything like that i was like you know this might be the perfect time uh to try to write a book but then i didn't know if anybody even wanted to read it so i I just threw a Kickstarter because I was like, look, if you want me to write this book, I'll write this book. If you don't want me to write the book, I will not write the book and not waste anybody's time <laughs> or money. But uh, I like anything. I, I'm a, I'm a marketing, uh, I, uh, what would you call me? I don't know, like, like a marketing crazy person. And I just, I like coming up with like a really ridiculous promo for anything I'm promoting and uh little images and like i did a for the solo album i did a bunch of like a solo album parody covers of me in there with it and there everything like that but with the books i was like i'm just gonna like clown the books and like put me in every stupid but i did like like catch 420 uh 1984 20 uh there there i did i did too many of them um but uh the, it worked out and so now i have to write a fucking book <laughs> <laughs> which is way more difficult than i thought it would be i'm i'm 
uh, if I'm you were like me in school, finished, you're like well English into. class. You're like, this sucks so bad. I can't wait to be mm. grow up and be a rock star. Now you're like writing a book, <laughs> and your guitar is looking you okay across the room. I, you know, um, I, I sort of, I have so many projects now that I like pepper it. I try to make half an hour a day at least where I just sit down and write, you know, and uh, just kind of like crank it out uh, that way. And uh, I'm definitely going to have to get an editor in uh, to help me clean it up and everything like that. But uh, hopefully if it, if it goes well enough, I would love to write, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm no fool. I'm not going to be able to tour when I'm, you know, 80, if I make it that far, maybe I will, I don't know, but I don't, I don't think I would be able to. But um, writing is something I've always been really passionate about. I'm, I'm, I'm an avid reader. I've never written a book, but I, I've read many, many books. And I know what sucks and what doesn't. So I've, And you've read I'm, books on writing books? Sure that, I've never read. That's not true. I did read Dance Macabre uh, by Stephen King, which is a book about writing. I've read books. But um, yeah, it's. I've been reading a lot of like rock and roll autobiographies to kind of like ramp up for it. Um, I have I a lot of. Uh, author friends and stuff like that too that are uh, have been a, a wonderful resource of um so this is on your wheelhouse uh, i mean you're, you're not you're 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 controllably out of control i mean you're you know you're like yeah. you're like you're like a bowling ball with the bumpers bumpers up you're all over the yeah. place you're not throwing it down the middle and you're hitting everything but at the end <laughs> some pins are gonna go down <laughs> just keep your bumpers up right yeah and um the way that it's um uh, that i can bumpers up uh, ubu yeah you're right yeah uh also with writing books um the way that you can publish them these days is like you can have it sort of as like a print on demand kind of thing so it's not like you have to press a thousand records uh and then sit on 900 of them when you only sold 100 you can print one book if you sold one book and uh so and then digital works, is even easier it it'll be nothing just no overhead it, digital. Yeah, and I'm, I'm actually really excited about doing my own audiobook so once it's all done, I, I, I want to do the audiobook, but like do a soundtrack for it too, and like have like little guitarists. You just, in, you out you just do the audiobook and forget the rest of it. Yeah, I just <laughs> spoken yeah, word. Okay. Yeah, I know, right? It's just me smoking weed, talking for eight hours. <laughs> I would buy <laughs> that. that. That's gonna be my podcast. I'm actually launching a podcast uh, next year. I'm in the process of it's the the inevitable podcast that everyone has to do uh, in 2020. But I'm compiling um, a bunch of episodes right now, so that in uh, January, maybe February. Uh, I'll be able to launch that and uh, it's just um, conversations with uh, I don't know I literally took out my contacts list and was like holy shit if I got every one of these people to talk for 45 minutes like I've got like 500 episodes right now um, but yeah we'll see it's it's going really well right now I'm not going to give away any uh, of the guests uh, so far but um, some some of my more famous friends have been very generous with their time and uh, have agreed to be on the program so Good. That is something to look forward to. Um, just about life in music. Um, it's not solely musicians. Um, there's a lot of uh, comic book artists and authors and all kinds of stuff in there too. So it's going to be a really well-rounded, um, just slice of life, uh, you know, kind of interview. Work. Now, do you have all this stuff? Are you going to have like a website? Do you have that? I, I will. I don't really have a website. I, I kind of live. I, maybe I should start one. Uh, I, I sort of just live on my Instagram page. Um, and uh, not. Uh, I don't post a lot of personal stuff it's mostly just like my professional uh, creative output um but from there you know i've got a link tree that like has everything that i do because i kind of just put everything everywhere like i've got my Bandcamp page that all my original music goes to yeah. but then i also make little videos of it that i put on youtube and stuff like that in the end um you know through my my patreon page you can like get early access to all that stuff i put everything up there a week before it comes out anywhere else so yeah if anyone really cares and wants to support a little bit more and get a sneak peek before everyone else can get a chance they can go there but um, I try to just because it's really difficult to direct people these days to one place. 
so I just put everything everywhere, you know, and I just worry about it later. And um, most of it, like, you know, trails it, music. It, it's all going to trail back to my band camp page. Um, say that, you know, it's actually a, a program. I can tell you about after. It's called oh, no, no. I want to know. Yeah, yeah. No, seriously, there is. It's, it's actually, Dweezil's app was just on the other day talking about it. It's really uh-huh. just that artist. It's like, someone, people have already watched you the show. I'm not going to go through it, but I'll, I'll point you the direction after, okay? It's mm-hmm. totally, totally for, it's actually designed for artists like you. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm open um, ears. Yeah. Yeah. So you actually already working on the podcast, huh? Yeah, I'm compiling the episodes and uh, getting it ready. I want to have a lot ready to fire before I launch so that I'm not like sitting around scrambling, like trying to get a, a new one together. You know, I want to have like so I, many done. I did the same thing here. Just because also there was like, yep. oh, I'm not going to be around for three. Like also you get nobody. It's my nightmare. Uh-huh. Yes, you can't deliver. Yeah. So I'll make sure I took care of that problem. I can always um, interview myself. I'm looking forward to those when, I, <laughs> when it's just me. Well, that's like when people come up with the guys. like i'm gonna do a, a record review where that's when they come up. that's where those ideas come from man honestly yeah i kind of wanted to start a uh like an online guitar community too because i teach online guitar lessons there i have too many things going on always um and that's that's going re- really well but I've, I've taught enough that i sort of have a curriculum uh so i thought it would be fun to try to make like like i said i'm getting more into video editing and stuff i thought it'd be fun to try to create some sort of affordable guitar community for people that wanted to just get better at guitar or like to see get, get my philosophy on like what it takes to become a good guitar player uh or whatever but um it's sort of it's just one of those ideas it's like right there on the back burner like the, the second that i launch the podcast i'll probably be able to start doing those videos and put them out because because you know teaching the lessons is is awesome but it you know costs a little bit more than maybe some people have so maybe they only have like you know the five bucks yeah to to subscribe to the the video thing or whatever it's like so i don't know it's a it's a slippery slope out there uh that internet trying to <laughs> make yeah, a living yeah, selling yeah, yourself yeah yeah that's that's that's, that's a thing i'm not yeah i'm not i haven't put any energy like that into this show it's just about talking to people right now i haven't been mm-hmm. people are like oh you make a podcast i'm like i suppose i could the show's already done i just gotta make it I just, right. gotta format. I just actually just have to format it probably and then uh-huh. find the way that where, where i want to funnel it out to that's why I like doing stuff like this because it's on video. Because like the podcast, I'm not gonna do video for it. I just I don't. I I, I want it to be more like a radio show, I guess. You know where, um, uh, like like the, so so that you don't have to watch it. So you can like listen to it while you're driving or like doing other things or whatever. Which like I'm, like I'm, I'm a real multitasker too. You know. So which is which is what I like, but I think shows like Warren and stuff. There are shows out there, and there's sometimes you just want to have it on the background, and then sometimes mm. you're like. Something happens in the video, or someone's talking. And I, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts too, and mm. media and bands. And um, but but sometimes I'm like, oh man, you, you just feel like there's an energy going on in the room, or you know, they're talking, what's mm. going on? You just feel like visually, and that's why I, I like. There's a lot of them that have like they have both. They'll do the podcast. You know, it's it's the totally, same thing. Yeah. So like, uh-huh. it's two different audiences. You know what I mean? It's like record buyers, CD buyers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Buy one for one. Everyone wants that. Totally. It doesn't take anything different. You already make the video. You just got to convert it over, I guess. And figure out yeah. that part. And then once you're done, it's done. The show's already done. It would be, I, I guess it would be rather simple just because I I can, my video editing software, it's also my audio software. So I can edit the video in the same session as the audio. So I don't know. Well, maybe done, one day. Like I said, I, I do like it. I like to leave, leave myself room to grow. So um, perhaps season two or season three uh, we might introduce video or i might just do like the greatest hits you know what i mean because yeah. don't get me wrong the, 
every guest is important to me. But some episodes are going to be a lot, you know, more popular than others. And so maybe I'll do like the greatest hits ones and try to like, uh, you know, create a video element to it or something like that eventually. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. It's funny. If you look uh, at the internet, like some guests you see on some of these shows and you look at the numbers, mm-hmm. you're like, that's insane. And someone else, you're like, what is that? I just know you've ever seen that. Like the, the numbers are insane yeah. for some people. You're like, how is this person have this many views that that person on their show? And then this other person who's like ridiculously awesome and talented and they have like, a low number yeah know? well the, the algorithms uh, on these things are just i'll i'll never understand it um but i think that it's a sign of the times i don't think this will last but definitely like these days you can i've said this before but i'll say it as many times as it takes um that you can get so famous writing or recording your songs or whatever like that you know as, as a musician and stuff like that but uh, your average listener or record reviewer can get much more famous than you just by listening to your stuff and commenting right. on it. And so that'll always blow my mind. I don't think that'll last very long, but um, I I, 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 yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know, but um, no, I know exactly yeah, you what you're talking about. Totally, 17,000 like, views mm-hmm. and all they're doing is talking about an album for 15 minutes. I'm like, I can't even watch yeah, that. And then you go there. listen to the album and it's got yeah. like, yeah, 500 views. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Know. You're like, I don't even know what to do. That's why like my goal is like, just talk the artist it's just, just, it's just mm-hmm. that's what i find interesting if anyone else does we'll, we'll see but you know yeah. it might not be as exciting as talking about your album and that's where i could get the numbers talking about your trailer on this you should have done that i know, I know. So you'll be the lead and i'll put you in the end also we're gonna talk about the album <laughs> <laughs> anybody wants to stick around afterwards the show while we're sweeping up we'll put you on in the background yeah, right. good lord <laughs> But I mean, that's really, it's, it's, it's goofy. I'm, I'm just doing it. It's, it's fun and have a goal, but I'm not, you know, it's, who knows what's going to happen. Especially yeah. with COVID now, it's, it's fun. I've done, I, I'm saying like, you know, I just did these two bunch of different projects for fun, joining this mm-hmm. blog, whatever. Got really huge over overseas, some weird thing. I don't know why. And I just stopped it because it was boring. I just like to start yeah. stop things. You sound like you do the same thing. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, I, I just kind of like go where my interest is. You know, if if I have if I feel inspired to do something, I'm gonna give it my all. And if it doesn't work out, then just it's the universe telling you maybe uh, that's not what you should be doing right now. Um, but so, so what are you doing now, though? I mean, like with music, are you gonna do something in the sword fan? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, well, it's kind of funny you brought that up because I'm. I saw someone gonna I, click I, on it, see the I, sword I, on it, and they're gonna be like, um. They talked about I like know, weed I, and dinosaurs. <laughs> I do tons of cover songs. Um, just just for fun just uh, and honestly it's just practice like audio engineering practice mm-hmm. uh just to do the cover songs um but i am uh planning on releasing another solo album i i my first solo album was really like dynamic and i wanted it to have like some fast songs some slow songs some heavy songs some pretty songs and just a really nice yeah dynamic like kind of up and down roller coaster mm-hmm. ride um I got all those ideas out of my head there. It's there. People can listen to them if they want, whatever. But uh, my second one, I just want it to be just full throttle. You know what I mean? Just like rock and roll every track. I don't know. I I might sneak a slow one in there somewhere, but if it's going to be slow, it's going to be heavy as shit. And uh, I don't want it to be, um, yeah, as, as as, I don't want it to be dynamic. That sounds bad, but uh, I just want it to be a little more just like high energy, rock and roll um and uh, i've got two songs down for it now I've, i sort of have an idea of what i want it to be because uh, whenever halloween was around i wrote uh, mm-hmm. i was doing like a halloween cover song series 
and then I ended up accidentally writing a Halloween original. Uh, it was a song called "If I Were a Werewolf," uh, <laughs> and uh, it's like a song about like what I would do if I was any number of classic uh, Hollywood uh, horror monsters. Um, and uh, that that was a fun one. And then um, when Electric Six asked me to be in their Christmas special, I wrote a Christmas song. I was like, "Whoa, what if I did like <laughs> a song for every month for holidays of every month?" You know, why I could do like right. a super patriotic song, you know, like yeah, I could write a New Year's song, a drinking song for March, uh, an April Fool's song, a Valentine's Day song. I mean, I could, I could do the whole thing, a Thanksgiving song. I don't think you anyone's know, ever uh, done that. I, I really think know. you should you should really actually go for that because no one's ever done that. And, and it's it sounds really cheesy. I get that. But also, like, I'm not a serious individual. When artists get too serious, there's a certain point they actually just become cheesy. Yeah, as that's a really good point. Um, and so I wrote the Halloween song, I wrote the Christmas song, and I was like, well, what if I just wrote 12 songs? And they don't, they don't, uh, I don't like hard rules. They don't have to be, ho- you know, holiday related or whatever, but like, but I'm going to like try as hard as I can. Loosely, I would just like keep that balls out. Yeah, I, I, I think it's good. But um, uh, a song for every season would be awesome, man. I know, right? A song for every season. I didn't know what to call it or whatever, but I have, I, I have like my notes pad of like ideas yeah. that I have and everything that I always write down super stuff. But um, I don't remember where I came up with this or whatever um, uh, I, I did, but I wrote, I just wrote down, put the knife down and kiss me. And I, just, <laughs> I thought that was a really good album title. So I was like, I think the second solo album is going to be called put the knife down and kiss me. And it's just going to be all my holiday songs. So you heard it here first. Um, uh, no timeline on it or anything, and I'll probably I'm probably gonna record it all, just all by myself at home. Uh, the first record I I did um, in a nice studio with a, a well known record producer, mm-hmm. and I had a great time and it was awesome. But I just I don't have that kind of money anymore. Um, you well, know, you, you, and, you, uh, you raised for that too, right? You you actually did some money raising, so people wanted it. You... I, I did, yeah. I, I had a budget for that one, um, so that was why I. I made it the way it is. I, it was a very modest budget no like but, but it doesn't matter you just, but, but people still said not only do we not have any idea what you're going to do with this money yeah like just yeah. go buy like twinkies and weed with it totally we actually, I did. We actually got, <laughs> <laughs> then i recorded it at my house <laughs> when it says going out far away no, I went my down. house thrives i drove out far away i know right i'm really far uh yeah i, I went with uh stuart sykes who was a uh a well-known uh, recording engineer. He did such albums as The Greatest by Cat Power. Uh, he did um, White Blood Cells uh, by the White Stripes. Um, he's done a lot. He, uh, he did the, the the Loretta Lynn album with Jack White. Oh, really? And uh, so he, he's a hard hitter. I uh, love that guy so much. And um, he was a he was the engineer on uh, the Sword album, the one that everybody hated, uh, High Country. And... Uh, um, I just I really liked working with him and I just you know I wanted to he engineered um, the Doom Side of the Moon project for me too and I had a lot of fun in his studio uh, working there and so when it came time for the solo album it was a really natural fit because that was the first time that it was just me in a studio with an, an engineer and it, that was a different experience where I was just like okay let's do the scratch guitar okay I got the scratch guitar down okay now let's play the drums cool the drums are done okay I guess uh, normally I would now take a break but I gotta play bass now uh, so it was just you like, going yeah, back, have like you? two weeks of just grinding every day. So you haven't gone back. You haven't you haven't recorded anymore with the sword, have you? Since then, the sword. Since then, we did uh, after that. Well, no, actually, the timeline. No, no, we did use future in in Portland. 
So, so what I'm saying with is with Tucker Martin in 2017. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we have. So now you've been in the studio yeah. alone. You well, mean your own bad, your own bad habits of being like, oh, if I was by myself, I'd be done with this in two minutes, or I wouldn't do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also, we, you, you we, also can't call it the album that nobody likes. You got to call it your creative album. A creative album. Um, be negative. No, you're right. I'm sorry. It's just at this point, it's like tongue in cheek. I'm just like, yeah, right. No, no. But what's funny about the sword and our trajectory and the the, ch- the change of direction, the famous change of direction or infamous rather, um, is that I've I've known people that I've become friends with that got into the sword on High Country, like they had never heard of us before that, and because because when High Country came out, like that had a huge marketing budget behind it, and like it, you know, it it. it it was very well uh, i won't say it's well promoted it was it was promoted and so i like people it did, i think it's a, I think it's a good album thank you very much you know? i mean that's I, why i mean it's one wants, of my favorites honestly right who wants five I think of the same one of our greatest you know? songs on it you know yeah exactly you know i, 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 mean, I love certain, bands, certain songs i don't want to get like 12 of their albums and they all have the exact same music on it i'm like it's um, great but i know um but uh but with with that um, I, I've met people that got into the sword on high country and they don't even like the old stuff. They're like, no, man, I like, like, I like high country and use future. Like that's my shit. You know, like the old stuff, eh, it's okay. It's, I, I just think that's such a funny thing. Cause it's like, we just heard such like opposite uh, opinions for so long. Yeah. Well, generations, you have some new fans coming in too now that probably have picked it up that haven't seen you. It's, I know every you're like year, elder statesman's now. Somebody, I, we are that okay because I've always been the young dude in the scene. Like, was, I was, that was like tour started, you know, right? It was like 20, uh, it was 06. We, we started, we started in 03, and then our first album came out oh, in January of or February of 06. Okay, so yeah, and uh, so yeah, and I mean, like at the time the sword came out, like there was like new metal was king. You know, and it was, um, we were definitely like a different sound. Like, the, we weren't the first band. You were 20? Like that, you were 20? You guys should have been like, oh, uh, like the, the knife. I was 20 when we started. Yeah, you were like one of the knife. Yeah, nice. and um, <laughs> so uh, I guess when Age of Winters came out, I was 23. That's crazy. And um, I know it's pretty weird to think about, like, look back on that. But um, yeah, nothing sounded like us at the time that was like big. Yeah, like, there was obviously bands like Fu Manchu or Monster Magnet or um, Clutch or Cathedral or Orange Goblin or Nebula. There, I mean, there there was a a big stoner rock scene. Um, but we were just we just sort of like kicked it up a notch uh, as far as like the the notoriety of, of all those bands. And and then yeah. with us and bands like High on Fire and Mastodon just ushered in this new wave of um american heavy metal and uh yeah it, it, we we all buried new metal i mean and i'm i stand behind that <laughs> all day long i was not a fan of the new metal yeah uh at all but um so th- those were interesting times for sure yeah. did you know could you imagine though at 20 and 23 your first albums imagine at those your formative years exploded like ridiculous and you you're you had 10 good years like ridiculously what would happen to you that that was the point i mean like that was what we wanted you know well, just whatever uh, was, but, but you always look back and behind like what would have happened if that didn't happen or no, no, if it, no if it got huge like it just kept going like nowadays with the market and this and that and youtube is uh-huh. different yeah you know back in the days like you, you see so you did the first couple albums you exploded and you're one of those bands are just like multi-platinum i'm like you know what i'm saying can you imagine what happened yeah. like 20 years old all of a sudden you were not the same guy you are now, probably. I would have died. I yeah. would have fucking died. 
Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not like, I, I like to party. I like, I like drugs. You got any drugs? Uh, but, you know, it's just like if, if I had that kind of money, yeah, I, I, I made some bad enough decisions as it was. You know what I mean? And uh, I had no money. So, yeah, I, I could only imagine if <laughs> that's what you look that back would have happened. Probably yeah, like, oh I would have blown it off. Yeah, you, we broke anyhow. So at least yeah. uh, you, you, totally. you, you have good memories. Though. I mean, I'm not I, I am not upset at all about the the, the lack of whatever i mean like in the scheme of things like with music music's been around for thousands of years you know and like it's probably existed you know before a language even you just see there's a lot of bands though from the 80s and 90s yeah but i I just mean like there was as far as as long as music's been around there was only this like 50 60 year period where anyone could actually get rich off of it so you know, in the scheme of things, like I, I am a musician, like and, and whatever and whatever that means, like I, I like to sing for my supper, you know, and uh, is I, I kind of liken myself more like to like a bard, you know, in medieval times where it's like I'm just this is what I do. I, I'm the guy that plays the guitar, and like yeah, it's not the '80s anymore. I didn't make a million dollars. Maybe maybe I made a million dollars, but just stretched out over 20 years. Uh, <laughs> tax and taxes to it but, but most of those guys yeah, look yeah, back yeah. they didn't really make the millions yeah. either the record labels uh-huh. didn't there and that and they're you know have the same Here, garbage here's some fucking bullshit if you want to talk about fucking bullshit ass uh music industry stuff um I, th- th- something i do have a chip on my shoulder about is that as a musician uh, as a professional entertainer on my tax return it says entertainer under occupation um we are self-employed and so we're subject to an additional 10% self-employment tax. Um, but we are this class of, of person that brings, we bolster the U.S. economy a lot more than a lot of other fucking jobs because we go all over the world and get all that money from other places that aren't our country and bring it back and, and infuse it into the economy. And then we have to pay more taxes to get absolutely zero benefits. And then all this other, you know, bullshit. And then, like, you know, at a certain point, when I was making, you know, like, even at the height of the swords killing ourselves on the road and everything, I was making, like, 80000 a year, which is still, like, less than what an entry-level, like, development job, app development job is or whatever like that, you know? And and that is... uh, And we were paying, like, 40% in taxes and getting absolutely no benefits. And so it was just, like, they... Like, dudes in bands or people in bands get the fucking shaft uh the government way harder music. than they, they, uh, they, they, a lot of people they they do and we do so much for them it's and not even music it's not even american all those pricks man it just when they uh, come from europe when they come over they have to put their, their visas are like five thousand yeah. dollars just to, to get looked at and they can get turned down and they can lose all the money insane. It's, it's fucking insane dude yeah totally and, and, yep. and you know depending on how this brexit falls that free touring that they do over there from things it'd be like driving around, um mm-hmm. in, in the u.s getting getting to each state how insane would that be yeah so i mean I, i've talked to tour managers that were around you know back before the eu and everything like that they said like yeah like touring europe back in those days was crazy you'd have a briefcase with like 18 different kinds of yeah. currency in it yeah. you know and just like kind of every border crossing is a nightmare and yeah oh my god dude well, it might be going that way again yeah, musicians are getting screwed across the world. You know, and those musicians yeah. they get charged. Sex workers too. Anybody that like has 
anybody that exists outside of their little fucking cookie cutter like expectation of what a citizen should be is like yeah you get fucking yeah it's not good dog eared man it's awful nope. but it's, it beats the hell out of the alternative I I will still do it a hundred percent uh of the time versus the the alternative I just I don't know I've never been the kind of per- I, I can't get a job like well, I mean I can't but I just like I just I, I can't live with myself like just working for somebody else like I just I have to to, to do my own thing and I, I fucking hate rules I, who is it it's like a quote like rules are for rules are for people that are too scared to make their own or something like that I can't remember who said that but um, it's just it's the way I've always lived you know and I just you know like I've, I'm a I, I do know this quote is a, I believe it's Mark Twain that said uh, uh, you know when all your freedoms are taken away only the outlaws will be free and uh, I've I've taken that to heart for, for my whole life, you know. And I'm just like, somebody's like, you know, now isn't weed illegal in Texas? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, so <laughs> you like you, you fucking do everything everybody tells you to every time, you know, or, or like whatever. Like that's that's how the, the fucking Nazis got as far as they did. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. It's uh, I feel like it's my patriotic duty to stick my middle finger up to the fucking government sometimes, you know. Well, we appreciate you smoking as much weed as you do to keep the Nazis out of the country. So. <laughs> I salute you on that one. I didn't. I didn't smoke near enough, man. Oh my god! I know there's there's little just pockets of them at at, at rallies and protests. So you know, light up. Uh, Um, Yeah, right. That that is that is just. Yeah, you are you are your own person, and that's good. You know, you don't change. I try. (laughs) Do you have anything else? Like, do you have anything coming out though? Like actually coming out uh the book the podcast yeah just other things like that I've, I've got a lot more paintings going um if anybody wants me to paint myself as uh i don't know i've done so many i i'm kind of like uh, running out of ideas i just i just did swamp thing that was a fun one uh with with swamp thing with my hair yeah. um yeah this is, every every painting has to have an element of me still in there somewhere uh so th- that's been really funny I, I did one with like c3po with my hair that was, yeah, that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, I ended up looking like uh, uh, what was her name from Spaceballs, yes. Dottie. Yeah. <laughs> well, because I think so. Yeah, I want your links here. People, people will be like, "What, what is he talking about?" I want to check that. I want to check it out. You, you got some crazy stuff. So I like people to be able to be able to link. Yeah, it, it, stuff out. It was it was a lot of fun. I've got some some of the ones coming up that uh, I've, somebody wanted Primus pork soda, so I'm gonna do that. The pig with my hair with like the bubbles coming up and everything. I, that, there's there's gonna be some fun ones coming up soon um yeah me and my daughter have a band kyle shut and the dirty restaurant of death uh our, our first single dinosaur is coming out it should be out by april uh the, the actual physical seven inch so you can get some of that if you want um i'm not gonna stop creating anytime soon so it's literally every day i just wake up and put my hands to work doing something yeah well it's been great uh having you uh, even come back again and maybe what your podcast when you get more stuff we'll have you dude i'd love to yeah give it give it like six months a year and i'll have a whole uh, another list of yeah yeah ridiculous projects i, I like to on. keep up usually the first time we kind of talk about what's got you going on oh. i thank you man we will we will be talking to you again all right absolutely man cheers thanks for having all right. me peace all right